With us today is Congressman Rob Whitman, Vice Chairman of the House Armed Services Committee on, uh, and uh, U.S. Representative from the 1st Congressional District in, in Virginia since 2007. And uh, Congressman, uh, what keeps you up at night? Well, John, the threat from China uh, really keeps me up at night. I serve on the Select Committee on, on the Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party, and I am concerned with what China's doing to not just the United States, but what they're trying to do to dominate the world economically and strategically. And let me tell you, they are insidious in what they are doing. Their intention is not just to compete, but to defeat the United States in every way, shape, or form. It concerns me, the aggressiveness that they're pursuing uh, and the means to which they will, are willing to go to to defeat the United States. Well, they, they have, uh, uh, there's a billion, 400 million of them, uh, probably 100 million are members of the Communist Party that are, they're out doing what they have to do to accomplish that. Uh, I mean, our borders are under attack, uh, fentanyl coming in those, uh, uh, from, all, from the Mexican border, uh, our education system, uh, are, you know, they're fighting our armed forces. I mean, they're going to have more uh, ships in the Navy than we do. Yes. And, uh, and uh, I think the uh, Air Force, they're going to exceed us in airplanes in the near future. They are. At, at every turn, strategically, they're going to outpace us. Air, land, sea, space, and cyber. Uh, we have to do more to be able to not only keep pace, but be able to have any chance to, to counter them in their efforts around the world. Most insidious thing they're doing is is entangling themselves in every aspect of the world economy. If you look at what they're doing now in South America and Central America, look at the spy station they've set up in Cuba, look at what they're doing in Africa, exploiting natural resources. You know, they are there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to provide strategic dominance for China. Uh, and, and they're willing to do anything to achieve their ends. And there's a hundred million of them on that mission. Yes, uh, uh, Congressman. Uh, the other thing that they're doing is they're using their influence. They're pushing electric vehicles, and 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 it seems like a big scam to me. Uh, I mean, the United States has a uh, hundred years worth of, of of oil, and they have no oil, so they rather push the electric vehicles. They're making all the batteries, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I understand you met with uh, uh, a foreign, uh, uh, was it Toyota you met with? Yes, yes. Tell us about your meeting with Toyota. Well, we had some great conversations with folks at Toyota Motor Company. And just to, just to get their perspective, because a lot of American motor companies, and of course Toyota manufacturers in the United States, have a mindset about what they're going to do with electric vehicles and Toyota has said that their mindset is they are going to build a whole variety of vehicles they're going to build EVs electric vehicles they're going to build hybrids they're going to build gas and diesel because they see the need being there for those different vehicles and they said if they just limited their production to a single vehicle that is an electric vehicle that it would not coincide with the infrastructure available in the United States I've spoken to our electric companies that have said Rob we cannot supply electricity in a reliable form uh, in the time span that these car manufacturers want to go totally over to electric vehicles. And I agree with that 100%. I don't mind having electric vehicles. It should be an option to the, uh, the buyer. I mean, you want an electric vehicle, you can have one. You want a gas vehicle, you can have one. 
And uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've been saying that General Motors, if they're going to push all their customers to electric vehicles, might file another bankruptcy. That's my opinion. I mean, uh, but uh, it's energy. That's another good subject. Yes. We're not going to provide enough energy for the United States of America with windmills and with, with, with sun. I mean, um, there, there's new technology coming out, and uh, it's called, what is it, uh, SMR? Yes, yeah, small modular reactors. It's an exciting technology that's actually been used for decades with the United States Navy. If you look at what they've done in powering nuclear aircraft carriers or nuclear submarines, they've done this more consistently and, and safer than anybody in the history of humankind. Not a single accident. And that's what we Not need a to single do. accident in 40 years. That's right. Yes, yes. Well, except for the thrush of 40 years ago. Yeah, well, that, that was, that was a, uh, an, an accident with the submarine itself. It really wasn't uh, due to the, to, to, the, to the nuclear plant. But, uh, but, the, uh, but the issue was um, the challenge for us today in, in getting this to scale. Uh, what I want to see us do is to say small modular reactors have worked for, for decades. So it's the size of uh, this room yes. or something. It's not, yes. not that big because they feel uh, they, they're on nuclear submarines, they're on aircraft carriers. And uh, uh, I understand that uh, uh, they're gonna, they can power a city of... of uh, uh, um, half a million or a million, uh, and you could even buy two of them to have a backup power system. That's right, and and you know, and they're and they're environmentally friendly. You know, we can manage the what whatever. Listen, there's there are all kinds of safety measures there to make sure that these things are safe. I, I think that we can do that with without concern, and we're going to need that for this nation's uh, energy needs in the future. You cannot. You cannot meet this nation's energy needs without nuclear power. It's the green energy. The French, and yes. I understand the French and uh, the uh, Germans have uh, already said it's a green energy. I, I think it's our future. In fact, I have a bill in uh, H.R. 3553, the 21st Century Atomic Energy Production Act. And what this does is to say we are going to aggressively go after the regulatory process to make sure we can simply and, and quickly get these plants approved, make sure that we're doing everything we can to get the newest technology in place to make sure that they're safe. I mean, those are things that we need to be doing. If we're serious about the uh, energy uh, demands of this nation in the future, nuclear energy is going to be a part of that. If you don't do that, then you're never going to get there. Never going to get there. I'm an animal lover. I understand these windmills they're trying to put on on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got to dig down deep because if the windmills are 600, 700 feet high, you've got to build a big foundation, and there's a lot of explosions going on trying to put those foundations in. They're killing all our whales. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, there's a lot of questions. We had a hearing last week on right whale um, strandings and trying to figure out what was that issue. And some of the witnesses there wanted to talk about entanglements and ship collisions, and certainly those are part of mortality. But there's also other things, John, as you said, that, that lend themselves to a right whale mortality, as well as humpbacks and others. It includes predation by orcas and great white sharks, as well as the impacts of these construction projects offshore. As you know, whales are very sensitive to this low-frequency sound. Uh, it, I think it does have an impact. And, and even the Biden administration themselves says, hey, you need to look at this to see what the impact is on these whale populations. And they're killing millions of birds because then we don't even count them. Mm -hmm. 
uh, because they go, they they don't see the turbines t- turning, and they they fly into the turbines and they're killing millions of birds. So these environmentalists that want wind energy, they're killing all the whales and they're killing all the birds. Well, it's certainly ha- having an effect, and I think what we need to determine is is what's the scale of the effect. How many how many birds are indeed being um, impacted by this? And, and yeah. listen, it, it it may not be killing them outright, but it may be enough to where they can't fly, and then. They're on the water, and then they, they eventually perish. The same with whales. I mean, all these things they're doing out there, I think, invariably do have an impact on marine mammal populations. So it may not just be whales. It's other marine mammals out there also. Congressman, we got a minute left. Uh, tell us, what, you, what do you want to tell the American people? There's, you know, millions of them listening right now, maybe up to 5 million were a national show on Sunday morning. Yes. Well, what I would tell them is is the greatest challenge that our nation faces today it is the threat of our lifetime is China. And we have to approach this on all fronts. So it's not just a military issue. It's also uh, an economic issue. I would tell them if they have investments uh, to talk to their, to their investment counselor and ask them, are they invested in companies that are Chinese companies? Because every company there is tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Are they investing in bond funds that buy Chinese bonds? Because in every one of those situations, that is feeding the wolf that will eat us. I'm just so concerned about that because the magnitude of this continues to grow every day, and I want to make sure that we address it. There needs to be transparency there so people understand. You need transparency. Congressman, yes, whether, whether you're, you're a hedge fund guy or whether you're a, an investor, if you invest in China, in, in the wrong way where they make you disclose your trade secrets, yes, that's going to hurt the America that it, we love. It does. Handing over intellectual property, or for that matter, they steal intellectual property. All of that harms America and America's companies. We cannot survive doing that. Well, Congressman, thank you so much. Uh, Congressman uh, Rob Whitman, a Vice Chairman, House Armed Services, And Virginia's first congressional district since 2007. Thank you so much for coming on, WABC, and uh, God bless you and God bless America. John, thanks so much. Great to be on with you.